everyone and welcome back to Journalist Talk and today my guest is Liliana Ramirez who is an old friend and an on-air host at Latino 95.5 FM. Lily, welcome. Hi Bea, thank you. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming and uh, something that I always do with my guests is ask them to give a brief biography about yourself in the beginning so our listeners can get to know you a little better. Yeah, I'm Lily Ramirez. I'm a Mexican-American on-air host in the Bay Area. Wine Country Radio is the, um, well, here at where I am, it's considered Sonoma County, which is wine country, where it's like there's a lot of vineyards. <laughs> so I'm getting to know wine more. Um, so, but I work. I'm an honor host at Latino 95.5. It's a reggaeton genre station um, for Wine Country Radio. That's the company's name. Um, it owns five different um, radio stations. Um, but besides the fact that I'm an honor host, um, I'm also a promotions coordinator for Exitos 9010, which is a Mexican regional station, along with Latino 95.5. So anything that has to do with promotions, I am the one that deals with it. I graduated from CSUN last year, so I that's where I met Bea. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I always wanted to be a host, and now that I'm a host, I'm like, whoa. I'm still like, I'm not there yet, but I'm like getting there. <laughs> I mean, you made it. You started, so. I started. I'm starting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm really happy to talk to you today about you working on radio and something that i've always thought of you would be tv because when we were studying together i remember you talking a lot about tv and entertainment and these things that you wanted to work with uh how did you end up um at a radio station yeah so um like i was saying um Yes, I've actually always wanted to be on TV, and I feel like it's so hard. Like, that's so one of my goals. And it's funny because I don't know how to properly say this, but starting off, you don't get paid well as a journalist. It's sad, but it's true. Um, I actually was talking to a station um, in Eureka, California, and at the same time, I was looking at radio stations that I was probably in, that I was interested in. Long story short, I got interviewed for the uh, reporter position. But when they told me the amount that they were going to pay me, I was like, oh, that's just not livable. Like, I would have to probably work two or three jobs to be able to work as a reporter over there in Eureka. And at the same time, I also had an interview with the radio station. So I did the interview via Zoom because it was during COVID. It's crazy because I honestly thought I was going to get the Eureka, just suck it up and go. But I guess someone hacked into their system that I didn't hear for them about for about three weeks. And I'm like, oh, I guess it's not going to happen, right? So in that three-week break um, or time frame, the radio station called me and be like, hey, want a second interview? So I did the second interview and they offered me the job. Now, let me tell you this. The radio where I'm working at is also does not pay well. But I took it as, okay, well, it's a, it's a starting point. My boyfriend actually lives in the area, so I'm like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, it'll just, it just works out for me. Me personally, I actually feel like I got lucky enough. Um, 
So I'm like, huh, which one would it be? And I made the math, I did the math and everything, and I feel like I would have made more money as a radio host versus a reporter. And as a reporter, I mean, I will be by myself out there. I wouldn't know anyone, which is, I guess, that's the beauty of it, I guess, but I don't want to be lonely, you know? <laughs> Being here, in, at the, in the, I'm in the Bay Area, and I just feel like every month I go back to LA at least once, or every one or two months, I'm constantly going back because I like, it's hard, it's hard to not have family members with you so november is going to be my first year and well that's basically it so i just did the math and i'm like oh, i think i'll make more a little not a lot but a little bit more money in radio um here in the uh area versus if i go yeah. to become a reporter and don't get me wrong i still have good connections with the um news director she was a female she's very very nice and the reporters there they're like my doors are open there so i feel like there might be a possibility but yeah, that's really nice. And I mean, I understand about moving away from home without anyone. Like, you know that <laughs> I'm here. <Yeah. laughs> and I don't know. I don't know yeah. how to do it, honestly. Because I, yeah. mean, I at least have my boyfriend here. I, I at least have my boyfriend here, you know, but, <laughs> and my dog. But other than that, it's so hard. It's, yeah, it's hard. that was part of, like, another question of mine. Like, how was... Uh, you moving into a new place where you said, like, you don't know anybody besides, like, your boyfriend and your dog. <laughs> How was this change, like, getting used to different places to go, getting to know other places, and, you know, just, like, the city, the neighborhood you're in, everything, like, in the move? It was such a drastic change. Um, let me tell you, L.A., the Valley, it's, like, big city, you know, here where I'm at, it's Sonoma County, which is Santa Rosa, I'm like the city of Santa Rosa, and it's like, let me tell you, they have one mall, okay, and I love to go shopping, so that says it all, it's such a small town, it's like a big town, but it's small, like, they don't have much stuff, so for me to, like, really adapt, it, it was really hard, to this day, I feel like I can't even adapt, like, certain, like, restaurants, they're closed on Sundays, and that's like a big, like, whoa, like in LA, it's typically never closed on Sunday. That's like the money-making days. So it's like, oh shoot! So just adjusting here was so hard. The weather, oh my god, it's so much colder here. It's like out there in LA, it's super hot right now. Right now, it's only hot, semi-hot during the day, but at night it's so cold. And um, I feel like it's winter all year round, except for like, I'm not kidding you. I think we only had like two days that was like 90 something degrees. Oh my, no. yeah. And that I mean... day. <laughs> here next week I think it's gonna be on the 100s and listeners it's not the next week because this podcast is gonna go like two weeks after I recorded so don't believe my math but it's gonna be so hot in here I mean I it's already I'm going this weekend yeah I'm going this weekend and it's gonna be triple digits that 104 this weekend I'm like wow it's crazy. <laughs> I, I low-key do miss that weather because it's too cold for me out here <laughs> I believe in you because for me, like, everybody's like, oh, it's so hot. And sometimes I say, like, it's very hot because, like, I'm sweating and all. But at the same time, I really prefer, like, 100 over, like, 65, 70. I really prefer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, I miss, I know you guys complain about that hot. No, I miss it, okay? <laughs> Let them Everyone know. Tells me. Let Everyone them know. tells me. Everyone tells me here, um, they're like, 
you know, at least they, they were like, at least that's because it's next too hot out there. And I'm like, well, at least there's no allergies. Because, oh, my God, here I didn't believe in allergies even. <laughs> I didn't believe in that because I'm like, I never got an allergy. So over here, like between April, like, you know, spring, you're, you stay sneezing. And it's a thing here. It's like, it's just, don't get me wrong, so many, like, beautiful trees or whatever. But I'm not used to this, you know. I don't <laughs> baby. I don't care about the trees. Go ahead with your allergies. Keep your allergies. I'll keep them. <laughs> yeah and this job that you are right now is your first job right after graduation right yeah i mean keep in mind i did work in radio back then when i was in college but i was just a promotion street team member but yes this is my official job after college yeah and have you had yeah. any internships between your time in college the only internship i had was with news tv while i was in college i felt like it gave me preparation prepare me to do interviews i did a couple of zoom interviews because it was again via it was through during covid you know so a lot of zoom interviews um yeah it was very helpful Muse tv shout out to Muse tv to my phone <laughs> <laughs> um but you know what it helped me a lot because i'm also reporting for tv azteca here which i've been you know it's so crazy because i'm an honor host for a reggaeton genre right mm-hmm. but then with Azteca TV I partnered with them and I whenever there's like events um I'm out there report uh interviewing the artists in person so but they're Mexican regional artists so it's like oh I have to be on top of everything I need to know my reggaeton artists I need to know my Mexican regional artists so I can properly you know ask them questions imagine I ask them like a dumb question and I'm like and who are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's something that I also wanted to talk to you about, that it's, like, super nice, and I think it's, like, really cool uh, being a bilingual, like, actually more <laughs> person like me. When you're on air, do you have to speak in Spanish or is English, and it's just, like, music in Spanish? How does it work? So Latino 95.5 will be an equivalent of Cali 93.9 over there in mm-hmm. uh, LA or, or Mega 96.3, I can basically talk Spanglish. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I Am I 100% fluent in Spanish? Maybe not. I'm I'm starting to get there. <laughs> But um, certain things I can't even say in Spanish or I say it like not properly. And um, that's the benefit that I have working at Latino where I can like, if I don't know a word in, English, in Spanish, I can say it in English. You know, I try to speak um spanish as much as i can but some stuff is just comes naturally to say it in english and you know what it's okay because my demographic i mean the yeah like our listeners are more like young younger people and it's a lot of women listening mm-hmm. so i'm like okay versus exitos since i'm the promotions coordinator i write their liners i write their little commercials you know with them their demographic is more like 35 to like 50 you know so it's like the older So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, they're typically more, you know, your typical Mexican parents, you know. Yeah. So with them, it's strictly Spanish, like strictly Spanish. Now with them, I have, with that, when I'm working with exitos, I always have to like triple check that I'm saying everything correctly. Because even the acentos, it's like a yeah. challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Sometimes I'm just like speaking English and people don't get me and I'm like, I'm trying to brainstorm some way that you can understand me. And that's very cool that you have this 
flexibility to if you don't know how to put this in Spanish you can just like say in English and it's a very different uh, demographic thinking about like what you said right now more young people and then like the Mexican parents and how do you deal with that because it's not that you have to be two two people on air like two different journalists how do you differentiate when to work with each demographic honestly like it's um with Latino Mexicos it's like I automatically know that with like I said like um with Latino I have more flexibility to be Spanglish so when it comes to Mexico stuff strictly Spanish I have a coworker who she's great. She literally was born in Mexico. Nothing that has, I mean, it's not like it's a big deal. It has anything to do with anything, right? But she, her Spanish is so perfect. So whenever I have questions, I'm like, hey, does this make sense? Hey, does this, you know? And she's like, yeah, that's perfect. Or no, change this word to this word better. It sounds better. Like, because to me, I think it sounds mm-hmm. good. <laughs> but she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So I, I have her guidance. Because there's like different types of slangs that we can use with right. uh, teens and like with older people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really nice that you take care of this and people like editing or stuff also pays attention to how you guys can provide a better service for the listeners. That's very nice. Like you said, uh, you do some interviews, you talk to some singers, bands, there was any interview that was the most meaningful for you? The most meaningful that I had, the interview that I had was Los Tucanes de Tijuana. <laughs> I literally interviewed them yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> literally, because they made me feel comfortable. Let me tell you something. You think these, some of these artists, I'm not going to say names, but some of these artists are not nice. They are not nice. So just to get an interview sometimes, it's just like sometimes they say, yes, I'm going to give you the interview. But when you're at the event, they'll be like, oh, no. They say no, but then they do end up giving you the interviews, but they're like very yeah, short. They, very yeah. like, Ugh. So yesterday's event, uh, interview with the Tucanes of Tijuana, they were the most humblest people ever. They made me feel like, I mean, in general, artists are regular people, just like you and I, but they have fame, right? But at first I would get so nervous because I'm like, oh my God, these are famous people. Like, what the heck? What if I mess up? They made me feel so comfortable that, oh my God, like my cameraman's like, okay, it's going to lie. <laughs> Cut it out. But but they were like, no, it's fine. It's just keep doing it. Keep doing it, you know? And it's like, oh, it was meaningful to me because they made me feel comfortable. I also had one interview with the Tornero that he was in his bed. So it's like, oh. That's it was weird. very awkward. That's yeah, weird. He was in his bed. Yeah, in his bed. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you just answer me this question, please? Yeah. I'm like, okay. That is so weird. So yeah. please, if you're a listener and you have ever interviewed, please don't be in your bed. We don't like that. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, no. It's just awkward, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just very awkward. But yeah. Have you ever... I had a fangirl moment when you were interviewing someone and if so like who was it how was it to be quite honest with you I don't think I've had a fangirl moment because you know it's funny because although I'm working for Spanish before when I was in college I would listen to straight like rap and hip-hop okay when I had my internship with Radio Centro was a Mexican regional I didn't know much about Spanish music but I learned and I lied my 
waited. <laughs> so I started to know artists little by little. To say that I'm like in love with all these artists, I'm not. Which I feel like it's a good thing that I'm not like, because I won't be biased, right? So I feel like when I'm interviewing, like I know who you are because I my parents listen to you guys. But to say that like I'm like super fan, like for example, Bad Bunny, now him, I would be like, oh my god, right? <laughs> but like these other ones, I feel like. I know who they are, and I like most of their some, like some other music, like. But I will to say that I'm like fans really like, oh my god, not yet. Keyword is yet, not yet. Not yet, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have like such a long time in this career, and to like fun girl over some some band or like some singer, that I feel like it must be a very funny moment for us, because at the same time, like. We are doing our job, but we can, like, meet people that we've been, like, craving to meet for life and have, like, maybe a meaningful conversation or just, like, an interview in bed, <laughs> you know? That's, like, something that I'm still to experience because right now I'm not working at the moment. I'm just doing this podcast, which I hope to get, like, everybody listening to it and, you know, get some journalists and get to know more about journalism here in the U.S. because it's okay that it's been three years that I'm here, but I still know, like, literally every morning host or, like, afternoon or nighttime anchor or whatever. Um, have you ever had maybe, like, this finger time with a co-worker or someone that was on the field also like working in their stories and it's like someone that you've um you've always admired their work in journalism i admire but she's doing tv right now and i admire her so much nas perez i just oh like, okay. i love her we interviewed her for rt yeah. rt dna yeah well yeah remember we were in rt dna and i said we need to get her you know what she's inspiring inspiring to me because she's also a producer remember she said And she became, she's an E, she's in Rotten Tomatoes, she's freaking, like, on red carpets. Um, her and Lala, I don't know if you know who Lala is. Mm -hmm. No. She's a reporter, like, you know, for mm -hmm. entertainment. That's the thing, I always wanted to be an entertainment reporter, but I remember our professor would be like, that's not real journalism. <laughs> I know, and I hate this commentary because I also like entertainment journalists, journalism. It is journalism. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know, but you know what? I get it because I get where he comes from. Like, oh, it's not really like journalism because it's just cheese me. You know, it's just gossip. But it's like at some point you do get kind of annoyed of just gossip. It's not like real news. But I still love entertainment news. Like, Nasarez, you know, from being a producer to being on camera, it's like, whoa. And you might think she's in her 30s, I want to say. I don't know. Um, I don't so know. it's like, wow. Don't so, quote us. <laughs> <laughs> don't quote us but she so it's like wow because i thought like oh my god i have to be in my 20s to be on there like for all i know i'll be like um, in front of camera until like 35 i don't know you just never know <laughs> yeah right? but, yeah so she's just very she's very inspirational because her background you know yeah. producer to be on tv and not just any channels she's like on e news okay <laughs> and that is like her such a different TV. path from what people go to like from producer to on camera usually people are like no i'm done being on camera i'm doing producing or anything else right now do you ever think of producing something also or just like being on camera being the host 
I've always wanted to be the host, like, <laughs> on camera. <laughs> but you know what? I regret not learning how to produce when I was at Valley View News because I've noticed that all of these, um, per- some people that are, are on camera now, they started off as producers. So I'm like, that's just your foot to get in, you know? And I just regret it at the moment. I'm like, ah, you know, when I kept hearing multiple stories from different people who are now on camera, they said, I started as a producer. You know, and I'm like, wow, I should have just because it's believe it or not, in the entertainment industry is very saturated, super hard to get in. Even radio in LA, it's so saturated. That's why I had to move a little bit further down to at least get my foot in the door, be at least a year or two here. And my goal is to go back to LA and try to um, have my own little show. In I actually want to be at. Cali 939. I used to work this promotion. I want to be back there um, as an on-air host or even Power 106. Who knows? But I would like to go back to um, LA. News directors, they still message me. They still email me. But I'm like, am I? I haven't done any real uh, packages. I feel like I, I want to be rusty again, you know? So it's like, no, I just want to stick to radio for now. I even have, most of our, my friends are now reporters, and they're like, hey, we're hiring, you want to come? And I'm like, not right now. <laughs> but maybe one day I'll try to be hard news, but I feel mm-hmm. like I like where I am. But I'm not going to lie, the pay is not great. <laughs> yet. We all know that, like, journalists, <laughs> no. you got to know that your first job is not going to pay, like, very much. But we got to yeah. start somewhere, right? Yeah, so that's why I'm like, sucking it in, sucking it in. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully our second job is much better okay much now better. I have kind of a game for you imagine you're back in LA you got your show how are you going to do that what is it about which guests are you bringing in is it going to be a bilingual show or not tell us your dream show Lily <laughs> my dream show will be the Lily Ramirez show <laughs> okay I would have a lot of guests, and not just artists. I would like to have, like, business owners, any type of guests, you know, because I wanted—I don't want it to be solely artists. I want to, like, talk about, like, have business owners, like, oh, what's your product about? You know, help them promote, you know, mom-and-pop artists, maybe influencers as well, or just simply a doctor. Let's talk about diabetes. Well, how can you, like, what can you do or what can you eat to, like, prevent it? You know, I just educational but at the same time entertainment you know yeah like have a little hour of educational healthy and then like entertainment of it you know what a little bit of everything that will be my dream show a little bit of everything i love that i love that because those type of shows they are so fun to watch and i bet that you'd kill it honestly because i remember you presenting stuff here um in our projects in class you got the host boy so just gotta use the the image. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> literally. I hope to have that show one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's help Lily get get her show. And just to end our conversation for today, which advice would you give to someone who is? Is stuck in the limbo, like, I just graduated uh, college, 
Should I get the first job that I am offered or should I wait a little bit? I would advise this person. You want to try to see what are your options because I've heard stories from friends where they say they mess up, especially if you want to become a reporter or in general. Okay, one thing about my job, I didn't have to sign a contract. So technically, I can leave whenever I want. But typically, in the I want to say in the real world, I am living the real world, but other jobs, they do require you to sign that contract. So before you sign that contract, please be very informed what you sign, how, you know, what you're getting yourself into. Is it a, you try to always negotiate one year, because what if you don't like that city you're moving to, you know, you just have to suck it up for a year. Pay, you already talk about it, you're probably not going to get paid much, but try to get the highest. When I try to negotiate my pay, they said, you know what, this is all that we can do. Take it or leave it type of thing. So I'm like, Ugh. you know, so I compare both and okay, I'm gonna get paid more here. Maybe it's not on TV, but eventually I know radio can lead into TV, so which it has already because I'm in Azteca TV. So I say don't rush and try to get as many negotiations, like as many job offers. Now, if you truly feel like you really want to take the job, then that's when you should take it. But if you feel like you can do get paid better, get better, I don't know, just negotiate better, then just wait. And I just thought of one more question, if you don't mind. I think you've covered, like, music festivals, right? Not just, like, concerts, but music festivals, right? I haven't done a festival yet, like, covered a festival yet. Um, I know there, because this year, that's when they started, you know, they started popping up. Here, there's a big, big one that's called Bottle Rock or something like that. An equivalent of Coachella, but it over here. Um, I didn't get to report that one because since, uh, see, this is the thing where I'm at, <laughs> whatever the events are for like reggaeton or, or, or uh, Mexican regional, that's when they put me. The English stations have their own reporters, so they get to go. Sometimes they're very strict with media and they only accept one or two people, but there's two promotion coordinators for the other three stations. So it's like, oh, you know, have I personally done one? No, but I've done um, rodeos where there's like three, four bands. And let me tell you, people think it's so much fun interviewing these um, artists, which don't get me wrong, it's so much fun, but it's also so stressful. You don't go to have fun. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you can have fun and dance a little, but you don't. My first in-person interview, I interviewed four artists, and so they're on a schedule. So you have to do the artists either before or after. It's always better before depending that day I did it before so it's like oh my god okay before they go on stage I have to try to get them you know and I go get them and then within an hour it goes by so quick um, within that hour the other artist arrived and then like okay it's time you know so it's like it's just busy 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 so on camera it seems like oh my god how are you it's so much fun but you know it's actually pretty stressful <laughs> it's pretty stressful yeah so it's not all fun and games but it's pretty cool I, I like what I do and um, I hope to continue pursuing what I do Oh, that's so nice. And I loved our conversation today, really. Honestly, it's been so long that we didn't catch up, like just a few messages here and there. But I wanted to thank you again for coming here. And for all my listeners, I will see you guys next episode. Bye.